listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Messing me up my whole head, teasing me just like Tisha did Martin. Now look at what you starting. Schoolboys crush and it ain't on the hush the whole world sees it but you can't my people they complain sit and rave and rant your name is out my mouth like an ancient chant got me like a dog as i pause and pant <sighs> speaking of which got a leash and i wish just to rock you miss make a militant move peep my strategy end of the day you're not mad at me not dealing with nobody that's what you told me i said hey yo it's cool we could just be friendly because yo picture me messing it up her mind not corrupt with the lc cups shit i'm on my jo bullshit and hoping that the day goes slow got me like a fiend what confuses me though is kisses when we greet tell me what's the dilly yo deal yo yo yeah you got my heart for the evening hey welcome to the black guy who tells podcast your host rod and karen should i just sit back and come harder help me find my way uh we are live on a wednesday no walking dead to recap so it's just mm-hmm. us talking mm-hmm. so if you guys hate just the walking dead and you. Mm-hmm. Mm, baby. we back uh today's podcast is sponsored but first let me say the official weapon of the show is the taser an unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme and today's show is sponsored by shadow doll productions we have two audio play albums one is called the best of rod and karen the other is called sunspot and other ratchetness go check them out go listen to them you know give them five star reviews find them on amazon find them where you get apple music all these places check them out on title and spotify even just support us it helps us out tremendously and we love you guys and we thank you mm-hmm. okay so all right um let's get into the show i don't even know what i'll talk about let's see we got some articles okay ben carson proposes that poor people should pay more in rent and i understand the three thousand the thirty thousand dollar uh tables and chairs ain't gonna pay for themselves karen okay but if you can get a little bit more rent on these poor people then maybe hood won't have such a tight budget when it comes to him and candy putting um the pantry together you know uh yep on wednesday unveiled a major overhaul of the rental housing system proposing to increase the share of rent that low-income households must pay before receiving assistance and allowing public housing authorities to impose work requirements what about the people that physically can't work um i i would imagine fuck them according to ben carson and the uh republican plan they came with that because you have a lot of people um in various uh stages in their lives you have a lot of elderly people a lot of people that might be mentally ill or other types of sicknesses where they fall in this particular group and can't work Mm -hmm. um the thing for me is it's just a matter it just shows the way that republicans think about poor people right they think it's just a matter of want to hey everybody that's poor is because you don't try hard enough and it's because you're not forced to do enough but if we force you to pay higher rent we force you to get a job then you would magically not be poor and let alone the fact that most of the people living below the poverty line have jobs there's jobs two and three jobs they just consider the working poor right we have working poor in america we don't not everybody's just sitting around or whatever and then this is also going to force people out of housing 
right so now you're gonna have a bunch of homeless people and children are included in this number right um so yeah the proposal uh to reshape the way hud helps 4.5 million people meet their rent is part of a broader trump administration push to link anti-poverty programs to employment carson who often refers to his own up, up from nothing life story as a parable for the poor it said last year that poverty is a state of mind has long called on her to focus on helping people get off assistance rather than expanding the benefits it provides the current system carson said on the conference call with reporters creates a perverse incentives um including discouraging these families from earning more income is becoming self-sufficient rental assistant recipients currently spend around about 30 percent of their adjusted income for a house for on housing with subsidies picking up the rest under the proposed hud proposal hud is sending to congress recipients will contribute 35 percent of their gross income or 35 percent of their income from working 15 hours a week at the federal minimum at federal minimum wage uh now you think if you're only able to work 15 hours a week at federal minimum wage do i have a third of my fucking income to give up in the first place no you know and then now you want to raise it up to 35 percent or whatever like right and the thing is people that are actually quote unquote above minimum wage you know actually making money they've done studies that said that the average person spends a lot more percentage of their income on rent so rent and 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 mortgage and it's just going up across the board so that's a lot of money 50 and 15 hours that ain't no work that could all and honestly that could be um that could honestly um be the difference between life and death that five percent like not not even you know just but it's all because of this belief that poor people just don't want to be not poor no it's i mean mean, that and it's the belief that all black and brown people are poor big well yeah race is definitely tied to it um i would say is yeah it's definitely tied to it i wonder if ben carson sees it the same way trump sees it but it's definitely tied to it right when percentage wise more white people are on any type of government assistance we have more white people are on it than any other fucking group of people they're going to be affected more by any other group of people brown people are affected harder but they're affected more yeah it's just uh but yeah the association of black people are lazy black people are the poor ones uh poor black people need more government help blah 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 so therefore we will um stop all government help and then what black people will just stop existing right poor people will go away if you don't pay for people one way you're gonna pay for them another yes you will um but yeah um it's supposed to exclude uh people over age 65 and the disabled from, the, from you, the minimum work requirements okay that's what you say but i don't who knows what kind of stipulation you might have in there where somebody actually might qualify you'd be like oh you don't qualify mm-hmm. um and then they also said they would less frequently verify income which is supposed to encourage renters to increase their income without adversely impacting assistance for up to three years so okay because in their mind it's oh you can make more money but you're scared because you know the government is going to make you pay more uh, of your rent so what we'll do is we'll only check in at once every three years that way if you get the little it's time to pay your rent well hey 
it you know i got two years if i get a job at the right time of making more than enough before you know they hit me with the hammer in three years i hundred fuck him it's just a fundamental it's just a fundamental disagreement that i have with you know just pull yourself up by your bootstraps mentality that you know and then there's a lot of black people that had this mentality too but yes it is you poor because you want to be poor bitch what nobody wants to be nobody wants to be poor what why is it this logic that poor people desire and just want to be poor right it's just that you must be inferior to me because i think it honestly stems from the fact that a lot of people don't want to feel like being poor could happen to them correct and they want to feel like if they do manage to break the cycle of poverty or to get some money well obviously that's because i'm just a better person than you Mm-mm. and truth be told it's a lot of people a lot of people that grew up poor you just didn't know you were poor because your parents did a fucking excellent job protecting you as a child from you understanding the finances that were going on in their homes because there's some people where they may have been on free or reduced lunch and things like that but guess what they weren't homeless they might not have been hopping around from place to place they might not have been in a homeless shelter but they literally may have been one or two paychecks away from actually losing shit but when parents do their jobs a lot of times they protected you from a lot of this yeah but that lends itself to their argument they would say yeah so then you do it that like hey well you just said the parents protected you and well then everybody should do what my parents did i think that's bullshit i don't think it's just about like to me the thing is these programs that exist already help people break the cycle of poverty yes some of these people are living examples of having these programs as a cushion as a trampoline underneath their feet you know a safety net that helped them from falling all the way out they helped their family from falling all the way out they helped them build something so that they could be the the generation that broke that poverty for their family and they still look back and just go nope it was just hard work by itself it was just my parents uh they didn't let me feel poor even when we were on those programs and that's the difference between people who stay poor and my family and that and it still is this meritocracy they believe in and it also makes you feel like you have control we know that the number one reason for uh poverty is um medical bills you have right. a, you have a medical crisis next thing you know you're poor you know um you have uh you know the number one reason for marriages breaking up is financial distress correct so we look at we look at people without money and go well they can't keep their families together and they're not doing this well it's it's hard when you're poor love is a luxury for a lot of people come on sometimes you, know? you can't afford love right we talk about it all the time but like uh it's easy to it's easy to be in love when you got some money come you know? on it's a lot harder when you broke yeah a lot harder to look at somebody when 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 we both struggling so um but yeah you know and a motherfucker like ben carson who claims they've come from poverty would turn around and get some money and be like yeah the rest of you black people are lazy yeah meanwhile the federal government which people pay taxes is is paying your fucking income what are you talking about bum and they buy that they buy that exceptional shit they buy that the when white people tell this is the ultimate you know the ultimate dream of when white people tell certain black people they're not like the rest of us he's acting like he's not like the rest of us uh hank azaria the voice of apu on the simpsons says he will step aside from the character it's uh we got a package oh my bad <laughs> yeah yeah it's all good it's not the police all right because i was like what the fuck is that they did knock hard as hell didn't they <laughs> right okay 
<clears throat> that's why i stopped like well, wait a minute uh following the release of the documentary the problem with apu which details the indian stereotypes represented by hank azaria's character uh on the simpsons the actor said tuesday that he would be willing to step aside from the character azaria made the comments on the late show with stephen colbert adding that the idea that anyone young or old past president has been bullied based on the character makes him really sad it certainly was not my intention i wanted to i wanted to bring joy and laugh to the people the director of the documentary hari Kondabolo uh treated tweeted in response wednesday thanking him thank you at hank azaria i appreciate what you said and how you said it um that's interesting i mean got some what what do you think should happen with the character going forward yeah i've given this a lot of thought really a lot of thought um and as i say my eyes have been opened and i think the most important thing is we have to listen to south asian people indian people in this country when they talk about what they feel and, and, and how they think about, about this character and what their American experience of it has been. And as you know, in television terms, listening to voices means inclusion in the writer's room. I really want to see Indian, South Asian writer, writers in the room, not in a token way, but genuinely informing whatever new direction this character may take, including how it is voiced or not voiced. You know, I, I'm, perfectly willing and happy to step aside or help transition it into something new. I really hope that's what The Simpsons does and it just, it not only makes sense but it just feels like the right thing to do to me. Alright, what do you think about that response? Somebody got a hold of him and it's like, this is what you need to say if you want people off your ass. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's sincere or not, only time will tell. That's the thing, when people say stuff, only time will tell if what they're saying is true or if they just spitting. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think one, this is what happens when you don't have the people of color in the right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, two, this is also what happens when with a, and a lot of us have dealt with this, but the quote unquote good white people, when they get challenged on something, a lot of times there's this reaction of like, how dare you? I'm the good white person. I'm your ally. I, right lisa simpson i you know this is a pretty liberal show and you would say it's not liberal enough like can't you see we already are doing a good job and you know even though um we're not employing you even though we're not really putting you on screen even though you know um we made a mistake and we may feel like embarrassed about it we may feel that this was this was wrong we're not going to even take the steps to correct it or address the legitimacy of your argument we're going to just dismiss it as pc culture run amok or motherfuckers be sensitive or just anything but actually you know what my bad let us um let us work on fixing this you know um so yeah um azaria did say on tuesday he had nothing to do with the writing of the episode uh the one where lisa looked at the camera and said that shit um so it'll be interesting to see what happens but that's a better response than the first one i don't even know why that first one got i don't sometimes you see shit and you're just like how did they get out of the room unless every white person in here is just stupid or just someone that's so powerful in the room was just like fuck everybody there's no other way to view this than what i tell y'all to say correct you know so i mean i don't know man certain certain things happen i'm like i feel like you don't have to be in this group to understand that this is wrong Mm -hmm. but 
that might just be me you know what i mean where you like talking to people and like guys we don't need to be a woman to know that that's just wrong come on like we don't actually have to like bring a woman in here to tell you that that was wrong like y'all can see it from another perspective for a second but right because you, you have- look at these decisions and you look at the outcomes and you're like oh no that must not happen right people don't look in the, at the humanity of other people and like if you looked at the humanity and looked at them as a human being as somebody with rights and somebody as a whole person like you you would consider it but because you don't look at them as equal to you you is easily to, to dismiss i honestly wonder if they like watch the documentary even Mm-mm. you know what i mean like did he just watch it this week and was like oh shit i should have watched that uh he, he may that's have. not at all what they were saying he may have you know um but yeah you know i i mean and obviously uh he's a actor on the show the show is bigger than him but i think it's lending your voice to it is a major help as opposed to what we're used to which is hey man um i uh i think you know he needs to just calm down pc culture is out of control and i'm a good white man right you know but him i think him saying because see i think especially with like activist spaces and then with uh online social media and shit everybody's constantly in this uh you know rage 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 i'm so woke type type environment right Mm -hmm. but it's just not the real world no it's not and the vast majority of people if you're cashing a check from some entity and you wouldn't and you would like to continue to cash your check from such entity correct you would probably just say it's it's a pretty big step to go on the record in public and be like i don't agree with my company doing this yeah, because a lot of people at your nine to five, there's some shit to happen that you don't agree with, but you don't step up and always speak out. But it's real easy to tell somebody else to fuck they ain't come up. Right. Now, you know, obviously people pocket watch and all that shit. So Correct. it's like, oh, just do blank. But literally, like, to me, this is one of the steps of the progress is people start saying, I'm not with the shit on, the, you know, that, that have some pull with the show. Correct. You know, and it's not, and obviously the higher ups, the writers, the people who, you know, it's an animated show, they can get rid of you anytime they want, but mm-hmm. the higher ups, it's on them. You know what I mean? Ultimately, if they're going to do anything, but, you know, I, I appreciate the nigga lending his fucking voice to, um, what is the cause. And honestly, I'm not going to be more offended than Harry Condobolo, who wrote the fucking, made the documentary, who thanked the dude. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, he's like thank you this is what i've been saying appreciate you cuz let's get this done right like yeah that's good that's a good thing i'm not gonna taint it or make it worse you know like correct could he have pulled a gun on the writing room and shot everybody of course he could have we let people carry guns everywhere but he you know but i love this response too so we'll see how woke he really is and all that shit when it hits the fan or if it ever comes back up right because like with everything only yeah. time will tell but anyway good on him and i'm glad he listened you know because that's you know and i know it's that other thing too comedians are always on some like i'm just making jokes when they want to be just making jokes but when they are trying to be like this is a you know like you can't claim the simpsons is a show that changed the world and the simpsons is just a silly show and it means nothing you can't have it both ways right um have you heard about the poop train do i want to hear about the poop train the poop train is a train full of human excrement sludge from new york city traveling down to alabama 
only to be bureaucratically stuck outside of a thousand person town of parish for more than two months engulfing the town in its suffocating stench what mm-hmm are you you serious poop train mm-hmm and now at long last the saga is over the odor however is still lingering it smells like rotting animals or dead car or dead carcass it seems like there's a dead animal nearby mayor heather hall of Paris said thursday and it's not like you just get a whiff of it where it's just a subtle smell it is so overpowering you can't go outside i believe that that's a lot of shit Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Literally a lot of shit. The mayor now she had wonderful news on Wednesday. The last of the sludge had been removed. The town was free at last of the forty two car train with the awful nickname. The odor had been difficult to avoid, uh permeating all two square miles of the town, about forty miles northwest of Birmingham, she said. It was especially hard on the early in the early evening, but you can smell it throughout the day. Oh, literally I can't imagine the summertime oh mm-hmm. my god and you talking about down south where you got that fucking humidity and shit Ugh. literally baseball games had to get canceled you could forget enjoying the nice weather on your front porch turning on the air conditioning would just bring the smell inside oh especially if you have one on window air conditions a federal ban forbids New York from disposing of its treated sewage waste in the ocean, so the city routinely ships it to the south, where landfills can offer better bargains. A nearby one, Big Sky, had accepted the city's sludge since 2017. Okay. But West Jefferson, the town near the landfill, was fed up with the smell as the loads were transferring from trains to trucks. The town got an injunction to stop the trains in January, at which point the train in question was parked in Parish. Parish was not happy last week. The town's council issued an ultimatum saying it would file a lawsuit and an injunction against big sky if the rail cars weren't moved by april 23rd big sky did not return phone calls uh seeking comment on thursday no question okay so you accepted it you should have been responsible for the, the to control the fucking odor too mm, how can you control that odor i mean that's true i mean but i mean i'm pretty sure sewage plants all over the place that don't be thinking like this i mean it's a but this ain't a plant it's just containers of shit the uh, most you can do I, I, is move I, I, it fast I, I see what you're saying it's not a uh it's not a plant plant it's like somewhere where it's, they just dump it all in the big pile yeah they dump it into a landfill oh and then what just sit in the landfill i guess the landfill just away from everybody else i don't know what they do at the landfill karen i'm not actually on the poop train committee <laughs> my bad i mean i just want to know where all the poop funds go the ordeal came to an end as trucks hauled contents off the Big Sky landfill in Adamsville, about 20 miles to the west. Miss Hall said there were more than 10 million pounds of the material in almost 400 containers. Oh my God. Miss Hall said the town did not have zoning laws to prevent such a train's presence because officials never thought that would be necessary. Exactly. No one ever comes over with that when they're building a town. Hey guys, can you not park any shit trains? in our jurisdiction and that's why they put it there too because they know you didn't have any laws i mean well who does they can put it anywhere nobody got them laws who the fuck is sitting around thinking of this hey man i would like to move to an amendment that we add to the constitution of the town no shit trains sitting on the yard daryl if you don't get you on your sick obsession with shit trains out of my office stop bringing this up at the meetings we don't care okay one day you'll be sorry i know right when the shit train comes it's not gonna stop from for just anyone it's gonna stop for you when the shit hit the ground i don't want nobody to say nothing flies will be everywhere 
children won't be able to play games and you won't be able to breathe you won't be able to turn on the air conditioning get move remove him from my town hall meeting right now security get daryl out of here with his with his aluminum foil cap the shit is coming the shit is coming now get him (laughs) smack him in the face slap Ooh, you want the shit (laughs) that's a poor thing for that person that's probably been protesting for elves like i told y'all you can never pass that law i'm and, and maybe it's just me and maybe because i'm very ignorant there's no way to recycle this i mean that's what they put in the newer they put it in the landfill i mean i don't know okay a landfill. maybe the landfill that plants the plants on top of it one day i don't know i don't know I don't, what do you, you want to handle the shit i don't i don't know but uh, but don't shit turn don't they put ground it up and turn it into compost because that's what i smell when i pass by somebody with compost it smell like a big land of shit you want to smell that in your town no okay so then even if they could do that what would it matter still smell like shit that's true the kids can't play around it even if you plant fucking unicorns in it, it doesn't matter <laughs> they you just have to get rid of the shit and then where does it go somebody else's backyard i mean you put it uphill shit always rolls downhill so you just live uphill i guess i don't know i don't know either is you gonna tell five years from now somebody else talking about that shit that was down there that town just came this way i guess they will have a shitty day then <laughs> yeah, always a shitty day there mm-hmm. oh imagine when it rained oh you think it's mud it's just shit can't turn on the ac Mm-mm. can't drive your car nowhere can't turn on the ceiling fan because you know when the shit hits the fan <laughs> it's just gonna be dead. spreading around <laughs> Right everywhere. Mm-hmm. Oh, I bet you probably can't turn the air conditioning on your vehicle. Cause Mm-mm. I bet you turn that turn that that on. It smell like shit. Then you can't roll down. Poor thing. You can't roll down when it smell like shit. You turn your air conditioning on. That's blowing cold shitty air in your face. I know they town sell the hell out of some air freshener. What probably sold a, out? And a can of Febreze left in that motherfucker. Mm-mm. They're like, mm-hmm. you know what? We lead the nation in Febreze. Maybe has anyone checked to see all, if all the candles people buy it, all the candles? Okay, we might check to see if the government lobby of big air freshener is uh involved in this. I mean, it's a two square mile town. It's the number one seller. What is happening? What the fuck is happening down there? Just sending the poop train from town to town, selling out air fresheners right. everywhere. People all over the world join hands, Mm-mm. start a poop train, a poop train. No, thank you uh anyway um i wonder if it got that poop emoji on the side of every car that would be good uh, uh that's just that's right sick. that's uh speaking of sick study reveals that a bad boss can make employees sick yes yes they can Mm-hmm. For seventy-five percent of Americans, bosses are a major cause of stress at work. A LinkedIn article published by Quartz Magazine reveals that a bad boss can be harmful to employees as passive smoking. <coughs> I believe that. The article also says that the longer you stay in the job working for someone who stresses you, the greater the damage to your physical and mental health. Yes, I absolutely believe that. According to Quartz data from the American Psychology Association shows that 75 percent of american workers believe that bosses are a major cause of stress at work however 59 percent of them would not leave a job yeah what choice do you have right statistics show that employees get used to their jobs despite the fact that they're unhappy this first i know i've been there shit this further complicates their process of resignation as they are no longer motivated to search for a healthier working environment which could improve their situation 
it's worse than cigarettes researchers at the harvard business school and stanford university in the united states gathered data from over 200 studies and found that stress at work can be as harmful to your health as exposure to a considerable amount of smoke from other people's cigarettes just like passive smoking the main reason for stress at work for most employees is the risk of losing their job right right so we're operating from a different angle not just well i should apply for another job and get a better job Mm-mm, that's when the ceiling the, the sky's the limit but we're talking about when the floor is ceiling you know what i mean you got people out here like man i just don't want to lose the shitty job i got right um yeah uh they said as a consequence chances are that employees are 50 percent more prone to health problems than their colleagues uh employees in a demanding job are expected to deliver more than they can give and this increases their chances to acute health problems by 35 percent survival in some cases the problems with the bosses are merely a matter of affinity however there are many bosses like miranda Priestley from devil wears prada in real life um but how do you uh, recognize whether you belong to the first category or the second bad bosses are overly aggressive narcissistic and even violent sometimes they often say phrases like we've always done it like uh you can count yourself lucky you even have a job and this place is a mess when i'm not around given the present market conditions it's not an easy decision to quit one's job and start over entirely this soon becomes a habit and the level of motivation sinks here are some simple strategies you can use to survive moments of professional crisis okay make a list of the day's goals and strike the items off as you complete them i've done that before mm-hmm. this feeling of having done something can help you move on turn on your email and work phone over the week turn off your email i'm sorry and work phone over the weekend oh and i don't have them problems right. i don't work from home um this can help you recharge your personal battery for a short while yeah i never had to deal with that one either yeah I've, I've never had a job that would have ever allowed me to do that and it's one of those things to where i don't know if i want a job that where i would you know had to be on call and shit like that because then you can never actually be off mm-hmm. yeah i know that shit is true though and like one of the things people don't talk about is you know in the that's in like your uniform kind of big business type setting but small businesses can be even worse yes it can you got a horrible boss that treats people bad and you ain't got no hr department right you know what i mean now like who's gonna report to right there's no like you lose this job you don't know where the fuck you gonna go you know like it, it can be even worse depending on how much power that person has like at least in a corporation sometimes hey i would like to internally apply for a different job i like I, hey can i go to hr this person's being uh overbearing towards me you know um they're taking like my personal relationships with them and using that to be against my work relationship against me shit like that and you don't have a recourse Mm-mm. you know and that's a scary position you nobody wants to like it's already bad enough when you're in a company and there's some like play, think, steps in place to save you what are you doing somebody's just like mm, i own everything fuck you correct correct the structures are very uh different you know because some people i've talked to actually enjoy because i think i asked people about you know working for a bigger company versus smaller corporate smaller company Mm -hmm. and some people say that they prefer smaller companies uh and some people say they prefer a larger company you know some people just want to be a number they don't care nothing about these personal relationships they don't care nothing about you knowing them and seeing their fate they just want to be a number get their paycheck and go home well also how much of that is just based on your boss though that's true too if i have a good boss in a corporate situation i'm not as i'm not upset by that yes. whereas if i have a, a bad boss in a private you know a small business that can be a bigger nightmare 
it can be yes you know so it just depends man uh yeah depending on the structure of the company everybody's always looking for some not just no it's not just the structure of the company i'm saying outside of that as well it's just also the boss ah okay yes yes because yes, a yes, good yes, boss yes, in yes. a small company dope yeah i've not yeah. a problem i've seen people with very flexible jobs bosses right. that really love them appreciate them mm-hmm. you know go out of their way to be, make sure that they're taken care of you know but then when you're in a corporate environment i've seen people that had good bosses and, and also you like oh this department runs smooth with this person at the top and blah 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 you switch bosses all of a sudden it's like fuck this job i've had that happen before right so i i, I think the temperament of the boss in this is a lot of it because um yeah and, and i've had reverse where you've had a uh a, a not good boss and mm-hmm. then all of a sudden once the boss changes i've been in a situation where it was like almost an instant change where you were like whoo all of a sudden like almost mm-hmm. like a weight lift off of you not to mention um in a private situation when there's a person that runs everything or whatever that's responsible for everything that motherfucker start having some bad days in their life there's no filter between you and them really and not everybody knows how to keep that off of you you know what i mean so like um you know if you're working in a corporate environment and someone starts dealing with some like mental health issues or something you know corporations there are doctors there's rules there's a structure in place that might be able to kind of keep everything at least in a uniform fashion right but if you work straight for one person and they start experiencing these things now you're fucked you know what i mean like you gotta hope that they are not coming in the office and bringing this shit with them like it can be scary as hell so a good boss is like um it's almost and it's priceless there's no way to put a cost on just the the mental energy you don't expend when you have a good boss right and the thing i realize about bosses everybody don't need to be a boss everybody quote-unquote want to be a boss but everybody don't need to be a boss all right. people that are in positions of power when it comes to being the boss everybody not trained everybody don't have people skills everybody don't have management skills time management skills everybody ain't flexible and you know they give you a, you know hr says that these are the rules but it's up to your manager's discretion and you got some managers they will follow that motherfucker to the t and you going well you know you work with people then you wonder why you can't get nobody fucking volunteer because every time something happens you want to tick and tack me to death no i'm not volunteering no i'm not working no overtime fuck you the other thing though is like a lot of times you don't know you're a shitty boss who gonna tell them that's true too you know like that's one of the things i did like about COVID america was the oversight of like well nigga you're a shitty boss let's talk to your boss you know what i mean not that that's always gonna work out but at least i had a recourse but you know i go to human resources be like hey this they need to get their lives together i don't know what's happening but i'm reporting them you know what's the problem i feel targeted i feel harassed but you know sometimes in a uh you know non-structured environment man motherfuckers making it up as they go and you realize that when you get older correct once you realize once you become an adult you realize how little your life is scripted and how much you can do you know a lot of things a lot of different ways Mm -hmm. you know not that you never have to do anything you don't want to do but even the things that you have to do you can find a way to do them that maybe nobody had thought about before you know um yep and i think uh and when it comes to a a lot of things i think personal skills communication skills right 
you know, knowing people's personalities. You know, people take that Myers Briggs personality test. A lot of people mm. blow that shit off, but that shit matters because sometimes you wonder why would people respond in certain ways. You go, oh, okay, if I if I knew these things, you know, or how you would respond to certain things, and even those aren't one hundred percent accurate. But most of the time, if you answered it truly, uh, you get a, a correct thing because some people would prefer for you to send them emails. Some people would prefer for you to come by their desk. You know, and, it, and and a lot of times it prevents and reduces confrontation if you just know the personality. But people really don't care about things like that. You know, a lot of good managers actually take a lot of these things into consideration and realize that you have to approach every person differently. Also, like knowing yourself, um, how you deal with conflict, professionalism. Right. Um, you know, I think one of the things about uh, corporate America that stuck with me is you know some some of the communication stuff like how i talk to people when i want to make sure i talk to them uh when they're hitting me up in a professional capacity it's different than talking to me in a personal capacity yes it is you know um so it's that kind of thing that you know you have to learn but like an own off switch yeah but but I, i'm glad to have those skills to be able to turn them on when it's time you know mm-hmm. um but yeah it's, it's just it's just different man like you'll see it sometimes on twitter where someone's like in a professional capacity going off about something and you're like dog this is your brand and your business and you're going off about why this person emailed you and they're a customer that wants a refund you know what i mean like that that's you know that's not good and if you got employees like that's the person they work for you know so it's kind of scary uh all right let's see what else can we do how about some uh fucking with black people mm-hmm we're just fucking with those black people we're just fucking with those blacks we're just fucking with fucking with black people that's right guys time to play the game we all hate to play it's fucking with black people the game we go all around the globe we find different articles make us feel fucked with and we'll sign point scores from zero to 100 intervals of 25 today's contestants everybody all right um let's see who's fucking with us a golf club apologizes for calling the cops on black women members hmm they were members and you called the cops well i wonder what they were doing they must have been beating people up with golf clubs i assume karen right whooping asses on the nine mm-hmm. on the back nine mm-hmm. a golf club in pennsylvania has apologized for calling the police on a group of black women after the co-owner and his father said they were playing too slowly and refused to request to leave the course i wouldn't have left either i paid my fucking membership fees yeah also like you um you can ask for a playthrough what's that so in golf there's people constantly playing some people play slower than others so if you have somebody ahead of you and you're playing at a brisk pace you can politely ask hey do you guys mind if we play through and that means they let you go ahead of them like you play the whole first then they play it okay because they, they're moving at a quicker pace right yeah. i felt we were discriminated against one of the women Monica ojo said uh to the new york daily record it was a horrible experience sandra thompson and four friends met up saturday to play around the golf at the grandview golf club where they uh are all members she told the newspaper at the second hole a white the second hole hmm, a white man whose son co-owns the club comes up with to them twice to complain they weren't keeping up with the pace of play thompson an attorney and the head of the york chapter of the naacp told the newspaper it was untrue 
so wait thompson is the head of naacp when you said i was like ooh, he got the wrong one you got the wrong one baby yeah baby like like you, you you thought you was fucking around with a regular nigga on the same hole another member of the group sandra harrison said she spoke with grandview golf pro who said they were fine since they were keeping pace with the group ahead of them despite that the women skipped the third hole to avoid any other issues she said oh so they skipped the hole mm-hmm it's part of golf etiquette the slow moving players let groups behind them play through if they're holding things up and often golf courses have personnel who monitor the pace of play letting golfers know when they are taking too long the five are part of a larger group of local women known as sisters of the fairway <laughs> black women be, be grouping up man i love it the group has been around for at least a decade all of its members are experienced players who have golfed all over the country and the world thompson said they are very familiar with golf etiquette she said after the ninth hole where it's customary to take a break before continuing to the next nine holes three of the group decided to leave because they were so shaken up by the earlier treatment mm-hmm. that's how it happened that shit happened to them on the second hole seven holes later it's like girl i'm out like racism really be ruining our day sometimes i and we get exhausted dealing with it i was thinking today like how the fuck do i get exhausted dealing with racism but white people that are racist don't never get tired of being racist no because it's, it, it doesn't emotionally affect them when not they, just that but like it's an effort yeah. you see what i'm saying yeah it is an effort just if, do it do anything that some shit you think feels effortless like me holding this thing right here and to them i can't hold this forever at some point i'll put this shit down because i'm just like yeah it doesn't take that much effort but it is an effort to remain vigilant about being a racist like you have to you know like the people on social media that go find someone to be mad about and get in a twitter mentions Mm -hmm. the people that you know like this guy i'm gonna call the police oh you know they spent the whole time behind the women complaining the women skipped the hole they was mad about that you know wait they take a break at the ninth like everybody takes a fucking break and they were mad about that like that shit is like you don't never get tired of being racist no that is crazy wow. you'll never just be like yo Mm-mm. i was gonna call him a nigger but i'm gonna be honest i don't even have it in me today john let's Mm-mm. just let them play and we'll just sit back here we'll be racist tomorrow okay mm-hmm. let's take a, it's sunday we're having a good time let's take a racist break catch our racist breath you know get our racist stamina back up and then we'll be racist uh, monday through saturday it's my cheat day okay just gonna not treat these niggers like niggers today okay i'm sorry to lay everybody down today but i just ooh, i am flummoxed okay i am exhausted and i'm tired i need a nap like i said it does not emotionally affect them when stuff and shit don't emotionally affect you it's really easy to just do your thing and not worry about it because it does not emotionally directly impact your life <coughs> yeah i guess yeah i guess i'm not even just talking about the emotion of it. i'm talking about the effort of it like people don't go to the gym every day because they get tired yeah but motherfuckers don't never get tired of being racist no they don't never just be like i can't you know what i mean like they don't nothing good ever happened in their life oh you know avengers comes out tomorrow i'm gonna take the day off from being racist i'm mm-hmm. just gonna enjoy avengers tomorrow i'll be racist on friday you know i'll be right back to calling them niggers and darkies but you know hey i got engaged today i'm gonna just stop i'm gonna celebrate me and my girl and i'm gonna just stop 
that's crazy can't even like this is recreational for them these white men go here to have fun and they still had to take some time to be racist that's wow it's uh, all right i'm getting exhausted just talking about it um yeah like someone said it makes them feel good and then like you say people love to feel good and being racist make you feel good why would you give up something that makes you feel superior i guess man i mean obviously i'm the one that don't understand Mm -mm, and we never will northern york county regional police arrived conducted interviews and left without charging anyone oh oh so are we saying mm -mm, nope mm -mm, nope Karen it's not even where I'm going with it hold on are we saying that when the police are called even by the co-owner of an establishment right they don't have to arrest nobody no they don't oh well one does never fucking cease oh I thought there was no choice you get a call and you just show up and you gotta put a nigga in handcuffs. It's just no other way to do it. What am I supposed to do? I don't, my hands are tied. Well, I'll be goddamned, Karen. <laughs> I guess these cops are gonna get fired for negligence. Uh, shit, they might. They showed up, asked some questions, got some answers, and decided, I don't think this is a, a, a anything to send anyone to jail for. Wow, yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, the rest part, all parties left and we left as well. So that means the black women went home, the racist people went home, and the cops went home. So the racist people ruined everybody Sunday. Right. Um, yeah, uh, of course they didn't get a phone, uh, uh, get a answer on the phone when they called Steve Cronister um jordan chronister's wife and co-owner of the club jj chronister said sunday she called the women to personally apologize they don't want them problems we sincerely apologize to the women for making them feel uncomfortable here at grand view that is not our intention in our any way we want all our members to feel value and that they could come out here and have a great time play golf and enjoy the experience she said the hope she hopes to meet with them to discuss how the club can use what happened as a learning experience and do better in the future thompson said she's not sure a meeting is what needs to happen there needs to be something more substantial to understand they don't treat people in this manner right lawsuit you know it you fuck around and meet with the with the person over NAACP yes you're gonna get a motherfucking lawsuit it's several um it's several things you know here when you look at it uh they they contacted them to try to smooth it over you i don't know how much country clubs cost but i guarantee they golf club ain't motherfucking cheap and for them to be a member of them women is is spending a lot of money so you don't want to lose that money because they can they can be like you know i can take my thousands of dollars that i spend to be here and take my ass somewhere else it did say they had money and they travel around the world playing sisters of the, of the what what you call them i guarantee so i guarantee you they spent a lot of fucking money to be a member of this fucking club so they were like hey we can't be fucking up our money because you want to cut an asshole and be a racist today well there's also just the money that's in you know if we sue y'all and oh. the bad publicity right and you know other black people that our members would be like hey right. Y'all become the golf course that is known as the racist golf course as opposed to... Yeah, I know some of them don't care, but some mm -hmm. of them do care. Right, right. Um, zero to a hundred. 
Oh, a hundred. I give it a hundred as well. Okay, I don't even know how to play golf, and I'd be mad. Um, yeah, this is the hazards. Another thing we can't do while black can't sit and wait for coffee. Uh, can't um, play golf to a member. Can't. I mean, can't uh play golf with your member can't work out at the gym you paid to be and that's the thing can't get utensils at waffle house right that's the thing you pay for shit and it's still a problem right i'm not stealing your shit i'm not walking at the door i paid to have the right to be and you still like no yep Oh, uh, I was trying to play a news article. This shit is loud as fuck. Okay, I was like, oh. sorry, Jeff. I know you out there listening. I, I didn't. That I could not have known. I'm sorry. Jesus Christ. And it's just music. It didn't even play the news. I thought it was gonna show us like the, you know. Anyway, I'll just read it, motherfuckers. <laughs> swear to God. <laughs> Them and these videos and black guy trying to trying to take us back to MySpace days. Don't nobody want that bullshit. Sound like a techno club. <laughs> is that the only way niggas get news these days <laughs> I drop got that to, beat homie i know i got to have a hot beat when i read we got some racism happening <laughs> uh popular fort worth bar may be using dress code to discriminate club goer says no shit i don't know karen i find that hard to believe no shit i'm gonna need more evidence um uh sam saeed was excited to show his out-of-town friends his hometown saeed was born in dallas grew up in arlington lived in fort worth for six years i don't care about any of this um so last month he was not only horrified but ashamed to find that his friend steven a black man from the bronx bx in the house baby was turned away from varsity tavern a popular bar in west seventh area uh supposedly because he was wearing jordan sneakers well how could you possibly know that i mean hey if they say if they say no jordans then i guess it wasn't racist karen yeah but you look in there and you see uh jennifer and bob uh barefooted spoiler alert did you read this no okay then i think i'll i'll stick with the facts here ma'am however saeed and steven say steven was turned away because of his race four other people told the star telegram that they believed they were bar interest uh interest to the bar or someone denied them interest because of their race when bouncers used selective enforcement of the dress code the manager of the bar declined to speak to the star telegram on the record the bar issued this prepared statement varsity tavern takes these incidents and accusations very seriously and we are in the process of doing an internal investigation into this matter we ain't gonna do shit saeed said he noticed people were dressed casually at the varsity tavern when he and his friends decided to go in okay you look inside they wearing what we wearing we should be able to walk on in right okay big fear of my life big thing i deal with all right yeah this is why i don't like places with dress codes yep others already inside were wearing sneakers but outside the door who turned steven away cited the tavern's dress code policy saying he couldn't allow anyone wearing jordans into the establishment they left about an hour later at the bar across the street saeed and steven and the rest of the group met another friend sean gallagher and decided to test their theory about why why their theory about why steven wasn't allowed into the varsity so what did they do they used gallagher who is white 
and they had him put on the jordans come on and Stephen put on uh gallagher sperry's a type of boat shoe the group made his way back to the varsity and from a distance saeed and Stephen watched as a different bouncer led gallagher into the bar without questioning his outfit or his shoes right Stephen and saeed got in line to get their ids checked again come steven's turn the bouncer triple checked his shoes before allowing him in it ruined steven's whole night when he realized what had just happened right. says Saeed. of course steve from the bronx is like this some this some racist shit once the group got inside the bar steven and gallagher switched their shoes back okay <coughs> reasonable <clears throat> i mean they let him in with jordans why can't i stay with jordans right steven who asked that his last name not be used said a security guard came up to them almost immediately and asked steven how he got in with the jordans and the guard told him he had they had to leave and they did you heard me karen he switched oh man Mm-mm-mm. switch shoes that's how you get just shoes he switched back to the jordans and then the black once the black dude put his jordans back on already inside the bar they immediately got his ass up out of there right so they target niggas with with sneakers on how did they even know is that this somebody might have probably seen them oh no the nigga with jordan's alarms going off who let a nigga in with jordan's sir sir can i speak to you over here sir that's only like it must be nigga with jordan alarms everywhere in the right <laughs> no, no, who got on jordan's who got right. on jordan's he's like hey man keep my shoes back man these motherfuckers tripping man i hate this racist ass shit i'm put these up what the fuck is going let me take these off what what was that did y'all hear that anyway I, let me put these shoes back, back on and see what's going on uh, what the fuck is oh, 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 oh. i'm gonna just take these back off real quick <laughs> hey man let me see them boat shoes again okay boat shoes no, no sound i'm going around i'm drinking hennessy i'm and okay i'm asking okay i'm doing a lot of black things in these shoes i guess i'm fine all right man well yeah i, I don't know what that, that maybe i thought it was a smoke like fire detector or something i don't know let me get my joys back though man them shit's causing grip i know they cost one of your little boat shoes you know what i'm saying nah, i'm gonna throw these back on real oh damn what is that sir we're gonna need you to come with us <laughs> well how do they know <laughs> somebody got the alert they got a fucking some count some some ai cam cameras that jordan niggas nigga recognition you know you got facial recognition nigga recognition we got a nigga over by the bar <laughs> let's get his ass out of here what do y'all think the fuck he gonna do with his sneakers <coughs> who knows they keep that's where they keep the guns no they keep it they keep them in the, in the in the bottom of the shoes inside the jordans I'm sure Stephen a smith with a kindness anyway um so yeah they kicked them out um so um yep yeah that's whenever we got just caught up like my black ass ain't going then because i want to be able to wear the fuck i want to wear and of course it ruined steven's whole night right and, and think about this your friend think about this steven the one that don't want to put his name in the article right. steven didn't do nothing wrong steven just wanted to go out and have a good time with his friends but it's that's so it. Steven like man i don't even really want to do it the worst part is that they use black bouncers to do shit like this at all these places uh-huh you know you ask these bouncers and they'll tell you straight up they be like hey don't let too many niggas in correct you know 
and um, you know white people it's white flight they won't want to come in right they see motive two niggas in the place and all of a sudden it's the projects to them uh zero to a hundred mm-hmm. i would give it a hundred as well that's ridiculous oh my god this nigga kanye on twitter is tripping i'm not nope not doing this nope not gonna do it. just tell me when the next album come out other yep. than that i i don't want to hear it oh my god a hundred for kanye he's on the list now he is every time his name come up a hundred i'm not reading the articles no more you mm, win mm-mm. you win kanye no I, win. I i don't read the articles mm-mm, mm-mm. not gonna fight you homeboy you you got it like i said let me know when i i, I you know why i came i came for the album an oregon man followed a black muslim couple for 20 blocks and hurled slurs and then burst into tears after being charged with a hate crime he needs a safe space guys you need to go to that class you need to take that class, you need to take that class. i like that the class exists now so i have a place to send them me too sir i'm gonna need you to go to white man class hey, I, mean, I mean i mean do you got a card i will take your card and be like look here here you go please don't send me to white man class take your ass to jail and then mandatory white man class get the fuck out of my face Trevor. you got to go to white man class (laughs) i don't want to go too bad tucker you shouldn't be walking around calling people racial slurs get the fuck out of my face right oh geez here's Um, your ticket take your ass on why can you say cracker but i can't say the n-word here's your card that for you saying that is the reason why you need to go to white man class bob right go to white man class go directly to white man class do not pass yeah. go here, here you go do Jerry. not collect two hundred dollars um go yeah. learn some shit a portland oregon man is giving me a particular type of joy after breaking down crying expressing heartfelt regret after being charged with a hate crime early this week for allegedly hurling slurs and intimidating a black muslim couple um uh kj kgw reports that frederick nolan sorrell 49 charged second degree intimidation after allegedly tormenting the muslim couple on may 29th sorrell is accused of driving next to the couple for more than 20 blocks 20 blocks what and attempting to hit their vehicle several times while shouting take out the fucking burka this is america go back to your your fucking country and mimicking firing a handgun uh, surprisingly sorrell who made bail pleaded not guilty in court monday and quickly burst into delicious crocodile tears claiming that he never meant any harm he insisted he was waving his hand and pointing his finger not making gun gesture 20 blocks of following me don't i don't give a fuck if you were fucking it doesn't matter there's no hand signal that would be okay and then you also telling me to go back to my country and take my burka off i never tried to run t- into them i was just going to work I never tried to follow them. I never tried to make contact with them. Y'all were going fact. in the same direction for 20 fucking blocks. Mm-hmm. He did, however, acknowledge that he yelled at the couple. I guess my fear and paranoia, I just yelled out. Oh, your fear? White people get scared and do some wild shit. Shit that my black ass would never think of. Mm-mm. Your fear causes death, baby. I get scared. I'll be like, I want to leave. I want to run. I got to get out of here. Who the fuck gets scared and goes, I'm going to be racist, racist for the next 20 blocks? I don't <laughs> You probably was late to work. You probably could have been past these people. You just slowing down. Listen, you child head motherfuckers. Beep, beep. Uh, but, uh, middle finger, gun emoji, hands. Fuck out of here. <coughs> you gonna die. Go back to your country. I was just so scared. I couldn't help myself. Oh, my God. Whew. Oh, I hate when I get scared and I just be racist. Right. All white racism is, uh, white supremacy is just fear of brown people. I mean, listen, guys. 
i mean greed capitalism uh the motherfuckers <laughs> listen guys we didn't want to have slaves we got to africa and we got so scared we had to capture and transport these people and brutalize them for 400 years and make them work for free we were scared what was he supposed to do we were scared i mean wouldn't you you ain't never been that scared scared and profitable when am i hey man i was just so scared the other night man i just had to you know how it is i just had to beat up this little child yeah i was scared i was i thought i heard something next thing you know i was beating up children at the playground you know how it is fuck out of here man uh he says i guess my ignorance is to my stupidity is why i open my mouth and i shouldn't have and i claim mm-hmm. full responsibility i don't know who you are why are you pleading not guilty then i'm sorry i blurted out what i blurted out my paranoia my fear i don't hate you i don't know you i don't wish death upon these people mm-hmm. this is too much rush limbaugh that's what tell that, you that's do what he it. said oh no i'm saying oh yeah and i believe yes yes yeah listen yes. to that shit in this car i guarantee his shit was on the am radio dial that's what happened when you feed into a lot of that negativity go back to your country and shit <laughs> coming up mega dittos after the break of shit yep <laughs> all up on this radio <laughs> and if you see a muslim which you know this nigga never sees if you see a muslim do something to him because <laughs> we scared we the ones sharia law now these good christian laws is oppressing the fuck out of everybody that's okay but sharia law i'm scared shit i'm surprised these motherfucking restrictive ass christians don't have more in common with the the laws they claim that muslims want to put on the country they scared as fuck of women come on the way the, the way they the, let them tell it women should be walking around covered from head to toe mm-hmm. sometimes i think the only reason they act more progressive about women dressing in america is because they hate muslims that much right they got a lot in common with them let a woman get raped and won't they be like she should be covered up from head to toe and only her eyes showing let let that shit happen but then when but then when you say well i mean look that's that's not cool because you know that's sharia law they'd be like goddamn right i hate sharia law it's ridiculous women shouldn't be able to control their bodies though uh even if they got wrecked they should have a child well damn dog that's even worse oh <laughs> uh, well you know jesus would want it that way you know how he was he was a big fan of rape babies fuck out of my face right if the victims want to sit down and talk i would love to, i don't want to sit down and talk to your ass they kill me with that talking bullshit come you, on here's your card go to white man class and get the fuck out of my face right before you try to do some wild shit and come to you after that if you want to sit down and talk no nigga i don't want to talk to you you chase me down the street no for 20 blocks. joshua go right. away get the fuck out of my face um yeah i don't i don't i just don't know them all i know is a fear-based information that didn't stop why is that their responsibility go google this freak google some shit google read some articles buy a fucking book get a kindle subscription get you some fucking audio books there's nobody's job to educate you just because they riding to work you know not one time in this fucking equation did he ever consider what the fuck were they doing just living a life and now you're like well if you want to sit down and have a beer we talk about it no i don't want to talk to your racist ass no time for that was is gone long over with um yeah and they didn't say whether the couple would take him up but i'm gonna assume not and i hope not fuck that nigga take him up that shit. educate your ass you racist piece of shit i really do want a white man card like it must be so beautiful to have nothing else to do how you just like how you get <laughs> want me to tell you why how's he not tired karen 
he crying in the courtroom all because he expended this extra energy to be racist mm-hmm. could have just like you don't drive by a muslim person and go oh god a muslim i was told to hate them but i gotta be at work by eight fifteen, and i'm running a little late you know what not today do they always gotta be like i'm gonna make the time to be racist jesus yeah they got to make the time want me to tell you why baby Mm. because there was nothing else to do sal Mm. Mm -hmm. this ain't i mean well it is crime come on that's the football wasn't on he he was boycotting because niggas were taking knees uh zero to a hundred oh a (coughs) hundred yeah a hundred um no, I don't know. Any more of these? Yeah. Hey, about to get a hundred. Uh, um, oh, that college student who smeared bodily fluids on the black roommate's belongings. Mm-hmm. She received special probation to avoid criminal record. Uh, yeah, a hundred. I'm not reading it. Nah. All right. Let's, um, let's see what the time is on this. All right. Let's move into another section. This was trash. Yeah, let's this do that. Obvious. Right. Um um speaking of trash should we do men being trash let's see who been fucking up oh actually yeah i do want to do this now it does have a trash sound effect and i was told that this was too loud for jeff's ears last time okay i need to get the sound effect and low i'll try to lower the volume right um but this time i'm just going to play it lower and i hope that it does a better job um okay lower it to halfway man hope this works this shit too loud and it's just the beeps it's just you uh <laughs> so, i don't know yeah that's that's better a lot better all right i'll figure something out i'll have to lower that uh later anyway mm-hmm. uh trash time uh toronto there was a van attack where um a lot of people died 13 counts of attempted murder oh. 10 counts of first degree murder by alec menacean menacean uh who's 25 years old yeah apparently um he posted a hostile message towards women on facebook most for his daily rampage reminds me of that dude in uh california no start off with women and then we kill everybody these mass free motherfuckers dog they they well i'm assuming they white too right that's not something i don't have his race okay um i mean although i don't think i mean that one dude was asian that did it in usc or whatever okay i don't think i think this is one of those things that honestly is not necessarily about race no you just don't like women male entitlement crosses all races um the rampage shattered a peaceful monday afternoon when a white rider rental van roared down yong street a main toronto toronto uh thoroughfare plowed into pedestrians along the stretch of more than a mile 10 people were killed by the van which police said he was had rented that morning uh 14 people were hurt not uh not 15 as earlier reported with wounds ranging from scrapes and bruises to terrible injuries uh they declined to specify the genders of the victims as if the driver had been targeting women they said at this stage we have no evidence 
um yeah that's the other thing too like with that 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 dude at usc it was elliot something anyway when uh roger elliot roger. yeah so when these motherfuckers attack he was shooting women men and women and of course you got the not all men people you got the people going and saying it wasn't about hating women and all this shit and you know they just refuse men refuse to admit that there's problems with hating women that it takes different forms and driving a van you probably hit men women children everything but you went and explicitly said why and who you're angry at on social media i'm gonna just take your word for it Me too. person who does the killing i'm gonna just take your word for it uh yeah his now deleted facebook account portrayed a troubled young man who uh harbored resentment towards women had a picture for a computer program and served briefly in the military last year and appeared determined to die um former classmates at his secondary school said he displayed extreme social awkwardness but they said he had seen harmless had shown no propensity for violence and that the news that he was an attacker had shocked their close-knit high school community he was an odd guy hardly mixed with other students uh ari blaff a former high school classmate who was now a graduate student in international relations at the university of toronto he had several ticks and would sometimes grab the top of his shirt and spit on it meow in the hallway to say i'm afraid of girls it was like his mantra that 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 is really weird he did not express strong ideological views or harass women mr blaff said but he was isolated and probably made others privately made fun of him he was a loner and had few friends mr blaff said who's mr blaff again mm-hmm. former high school classmate okay john kirsten who took photography class with him in high school works in the mental health field said he had difficulty communicating expressed fear that women could hurt him other classmates oh, that fear again other classmates say he literally ran away when women approached even female students determined to befriend him he would cower avoid eye contact when he saw a girl he was shut down completely i never saw him have a normal conversation classmates said he sometimes joked around with other male students mm. other signs of sympathy for misogyny appeared for in his facebook account posting that sergeant gibson said the suspect had uh, a posting that he had made minutes before the rampage praised elliot roger mm. who killed six people in may 2014 in isla vista california before shooting himself he had made a youtube video describing his rage that women had rejected him and that he was a virgin at the age of 22 and i still remember men everywhere tell, saying it wasn't about that it wasn't about misogyny it wasn't about hurting women mm-hmm. why would he shoot men if he hated women shit like that and it was really one of the most disappointing days on social media and just disappointing weeks uh i've ever seen because it's just i you know it's right there in your face right and it's the same people that claim to see when some racist person shoots up waffle house we don't need a video of that dude that shot at waffle house to tell mm-hmm. us he was racist come on but yet here we go you know the facebook post by mr menacing uh praising incels or ev- involuntary celibates uh a term using a reddit group where men vented frustration with tip that tipped into misogyny yeah this gathering place of reddit for some of this shit is just such a cesspool cesspool come on and it's it's scary that 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 shit is just thriving there you know mm-hmm. <clears throat> at any rate man um trash another dude that hates women violent towards all these people and you know i'm sure it'll be um you know i'm sure it'll be different uh right. for you know for a lot of people for some reason they won't be able to see it 
uh ashanti becomes the latest black female celebrity to share her me too stories of sexual harassment mm. once i said no all of a sudden the track became forty five thousand dollars Woo! Uh, as allegations of sexual misconduct and assault continue to spread throughout hollywood more women and men alike are coming forward to share their experiences in fact ashanti has become the most recent black female celebrity to share her own me too story the foolish singer spilled the details in an interview on sirius xm's conversations with maria menounos uh as she revealed that she was sexually harassed by a producer who refused to release her music without an exchange of sexual favors i've come across a situation where there was a certain producer that you know he had his little crush or whatever but it wasn't anything new you know and once i said no all of a sudden the trap became forty-five thousand uh it's funny because he said something like well just take a shower with me and let me do this Mm, the harvey weinstein uh she continued as she explained the producer apologized and one of her big brothers stepped in oh when a man said something right it was like dog don't do that right you know it's it's, it's, it's weird because in the industry (coughs) a lot of women will surround themselves and protect themselves by having men that they trust or Mm -hmm. that they think they can trust um that have their back you know especially if you're single and you're not under the you know sometimes you're not able to be like i have a husband i have a boyfriend whatever Mm um that's why a lot of times they have men as bodyguards and things like that yeah not just bodyguards but like position of a power of authority right because like you know this producer probably be like i hire a fire bodyguard i don't give a fuck about that but then if like say ja rule came to him was like man you need to lay off it's like well i don't want to piss off ja rule it's like well this is ashanti and you you know you were you wanted to work with her and then it just turned into how can i fuck you know that you know love and hip-hop has it every week you know the way that apology came in i actually got three records for free ashanti said and i got two of them mixed and mastered for free also however according to the songs it's not everyone's blessed to have people look out for them of right. course protect them when need be i'm blessed because i have that she said she reflected on the experience it happens and it does it does and it's unfortunate yeah because somebody could have been like um i'm gonna have to fuck this nigga because i don't got the 45k and then we would have blamed her right right would it's your fault why did you do that um let's see what else happened um i think we already talked about the rent and stimpy nigga didn't we mm-hmm. okay cool 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 that's an old one um the met opera has fired james levine for sexually abusing and harassing young musicians including some he would force into mutual masturbation what yep he's been a powerhouse at the met opera he's been fired on account of a history of sexual abuse and harassment from my understanding that's big time opera right people pay all that money for them tickets yep the musical conductor debuted at the opera house in 1971 but was fired monday after investigation stitched together a history of sexual harassment uh, dating back to the 1960s good god yep been able to operate with impunity for 50 years at least the met opera opened an investigation in december interviewing more than 70 people wow who have revealed accounts of his abuse that included mutual masturbation among his students levin was iconic at the met instantly recognizable by his bushing frock of hair and towel draped over his shoulder during rehearsals and with an impressive career that saw him conduct a vienna philharmonic and salzburg festival uh monday it was announced that an investigation found abuse accounts from both before and during the period of his 46th year musical career at the met although the specific findings have not been released the met announced that it uncovered credible evidence of his abusive history to those under his authority 
the investigation uncovered credible evidence that he had engaged in sexual abuse and harassing conduct both before and during the period that he worked at the Met. The investigation also uncovered credible evidence that he engaged in sexual abuse and harassing conduct towards vulnerable artists in the early stages of their careers right. over whom he had authority. That mentorship rears his head in so many of these stories. Yeah, I- I don't i'm getting to the point where i'm frightened nope don't mentor me and i'm not going to mentor nobody else because a lot of people use that as a way to abuse people yeah and that's just the sexual abuse but there's also like emotional abuse physical abuse and shit that Mental happens abuse yeah anytime you position a person as an authority over you a lot of people end up being like i think a lot of manipulative people are attracted to that mm-hmm. oh cool a person that needs my help well now here i am what are they gonna do in a lot of these findings the met concludes that it would be inappropriate and impossible for mr levine to continue to work at the met the investigation was led by u.s attorney robert j cleary damn that, that, that's that's some power behind that yeah they was like, oh we're not fucking around because the Met is expensive from my understanding they was like no 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 we not getting just no nobody we gonna get somebody that if they come back and tell us they found some shit nigga you got to go they interviewed 70 people can because you got somebody from the u.s federal government got all the resources be like let's go let's do this right he responded to the accusations calling them unfounded and that i have not lived my life as an oppressor or an aggressor 70 people dog i don't believe you what in the bill fucking cosby is that homie 70 nigga there ain't no hand that's i mean not that a handful is less credible but nigga 70 70 i don't know what on earth they could be talking about they just making shit up the article revealed the account of ashok pie who reported to lake forest illinois police that he was 16 when he was abused by levine after a ravinia music festival the man said levine held his hand in an incredibly sensual way uh and the following summer lay naked with him in bed and touched his penis levine was in his early 40s at the time and this guy was 16 uh pie told lake forest police of the incident the fall of 2016 but law enforcement said they would not bring criminal charges against levine saying that although the age of consent in illinois is 17 it was 16 back in 1986 when the incident took place and how much you want to bet he knew that uh the new york times also reported the accounts of three other students who were abused by levine one alleged victim chris brown said i'm probably not that chris brown said that he was abused by levine in the summer of 1968 when he was 17 definitely not that chris brown he was a student at the meadowbrook school of music in michigan at the time when levine led the school's orchestral program it happened in a dorm room during the night when levine allegedly masturbated on him and asked him to reciprocate when he declined to do so levine allegedly punished brown by ignoring him for the rest of the summer program even while conducting him that emotional abuse man people be using that that ignoring shit as emotional abuse bro i'm not gonna talk to you dead until you do what i tell you to do get the fuck out of my face and now you're in a position of power so you really fucking my career up right because i didn't want to jack off on you back not to mention you already jacked off on me because that was it like what the fuck i didn't sign up for any of this Mm-mm, i didn't sign up for sperm i signed up to be taught some music i gotta do it too get the fuck uh disgusting motherfucker anyway man um um that, that, that he ain't shit Mm-mm. um that's a lot of people heather locklear charged with four counts of battery and resisting an officer following domestic abuse arrest 
and apparently this ain't her first time oh i did not know all this uh heather lockley was heading to court with the ventura county sheriff's officer charging the melrose play star five misdemeanors after responding to a domestic abuse call at her home last month the 56 year old actress is facing four counts of battery upon an officer and emergency personnel with a single count of resist obstruct delay a police officer or emt <coughs> locklear who is currently in rehab following her arrest is set to be arraigned on tuesday she was arrested on suspicion of injuring a partner and fighting with the sheriff's officers at her home she had just returned from a trip from uh to boston at the time when she and her boyfriend chris heisler began to fight her daughter ava 20 was also in the house at the time in 2008 she pleaded guilty to reckless driving after being arrested on suspicion of more serious trials and driving under the influence of prescription drugs she was married from to bon jovi um in 94 to 2007 and tommy lee from 1986 to 93 that's well shit um and a claim korean director is accused of rape a south korean director kim ki duk um whose films have played at Cannes, uh con berlin and venice has been accused of rape and sexual harassment the harassment allegations were made by three actresses speaking anonymously during a me too themed documentary by the investigative journalism program pd notebook which aired tuesday night on korean tv mm. among accusers of the former venice golden lion winner pieta uh for t- 2012 was one actress who expanded on a previously made claim that she was fired from the 2013 movie mobius uh because she refused him sex she also reiterated an assertion that she was slapped by the filmmaker a local court ordered kim to pay a fine of five thousand dollars for physical assault but the charges of sexual violence were not pursued due to lack of evidence the same actress was recently critical of the berlin film festival for programming kim's latest film the time of humans in its panorama uh strand this year the expose documentary went on to reveal a rape allegation against kim and one of his regular collaborators the actor cho jai hyun uh it was a living hell so many nights he came to my room slammed the door and phoned me uh or phoned me at the room repeatedly until i responded said the actress of kim he eventually summoned her to his room discuss to discuss a script mm-hmm. and then he raped me the actress quit acting and needed many years of therapy right you've ruined people's careers and yet at, at, at the end of the day when people hear this shit they'll go what about his career what about the cost of having these predators amongst us going unfucking punished being allowed to do whatever the fuck they want and we all step behind them and fucking protect them from any consequences they're already writing louis ck this coming back pieces you know what i mean they're already doing it what are y'all talking about nobody gets canceled right but y'all but we gotta protect these men oh it's a witch hunt what are we gonna do for these poor men so 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 then the funny part is if this dude does something else those same people would be like well why is anyone working with him what's he even doing in the industry you can't have it both ways either you recognize this nigga is trash and by those factors he need to be gone and there need to be rules instituted in place to make sure there cannot be another one of him or you don't there's no you don't get to be both this guy's disgusting but i mean what's gonna happen to his family if he can't afford to keep doing movies where he might rape somebody i don't care you shouldn't either um but yeah she needs therapy she quits obviously he's gonna fuck up her whole career you know and that's if he you know with a lot of times these dudes are powerful enough to blackball you and shit 
right. so there's no even there's no need for me to even try to audition for anyone else um yeah he's well known in his homeland he told the documentary makers he would talk about the accusations once an investigation begins another woman says she exited a movie after the director verbally harassed her with inappropriate sexual remarks yesterday's doc also featured a male crew member male filmmaker likewise speaking anonymously who allegedly uh saw the awful incidents on the director's sets and a culture of fear which inhibited people from speaking out that right there is a major part of all this shit Mm -hmm. the power dynamic of passionate creatives need to be abusive in order to be good at what they do no the fuck you don't you can be a good person and also very creative you don't need to be the fucking like i (laughs) i have to abuse you how else i'm supposed to make a movie good then we can move on to somebody else that can do it better because i'd rather you not even have a job yeah Yo, you're not worth the hassle my abuse is not part of your fucking because that shit we talked about working for bad bosses to start the show that shit is a large part of why a lot of people have bad drosses bosses that's a huge part of it like there's a lot of people that justify their abuse in the workplace by saying i need this that's why i'm such a good boss i'm so passionate i tell these motherfuckers like nah nigga what are you doing you don't get to fucking disrespect me because i make less than you because you on a chart you are above me on the chart right on the chart you get to come here and and and, and harass me and talk crazy to me mm-hmm. i've seen like i've actually overheard people go into offices with a dosha and a manager flip a fucking food and custom smack out right so yeah um um but yeah and then ironically these men come out and honestly and they're like i've seen it too because people won't believe just these women you know uh the director sent the production a text message in which he denied the claims i never tried to satisfy my personal desires using my status as a film director he the celebrated director has had to previously deny that anyone suffers on the sets of his violent and often sexually explicit films the me too movement has gained significant traction in korea wow that's dope in recent weeks with a handful of men being fired from senior posts or having to apologize due to harassment claims cho for one has already apologized for wrongdoing multiple allegations against him we'll get rid of him what are we what are y'all waiting on uh Aaliyah shock uh Shawcat of jeffrey tamroar's um transparent that that show mm-hmm. she is um one of the co-stars right mm-hmm she was asked about the sexual harassment allegations right mm-hmm. um after his former assistant van barnes a transgender woman implied in a private facebook post that he behaved inappropriately towards her a few weeks later actress trace Lissette uh accused the actor of sexual advances most recently in march barnes went on megan kelly today and revealed an instant in which tambor spied on her as she slept naked tambor eventually quit his job and missed the accusations later returning only to be fired from the gig and criticized the show's toxic political atmosphere one of these good white people he was happy to stand on that stage and say i accept this award but we need real trans actresses to be these the da 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 until you got to get off the podium right that's the thing i'm saying though everybody woke till they got to give some shit up then everybody not as woke it's hard when when you got to get off the podium you know it was still a white man getting all the credit a cishead white man getting all the credit for the success of the show you know yes it was anyway she worked closely with tambor for years on arrested development she played the teenage daughter may uh and tambor played the grand uh played her grandfather george blue regarding the accusation she said to the indy wire karen 
think it's gonna be a good response or a bad response you going with bad yeah all right here we go i was surprised obviously i've known him since i was very young i support the voices of the victims though whatever they say transparent and amazon did their own investigations it's been handled the way it's been handled um it's very strange i know a lot of actresses who work with people this is happening to but we don't have personal understandings of it and i work with him on two shows too so it's kind of following me around i hope it's all handled legally the way it should be and taken into consideration i'm an actor i work with him i'm not about sharing my personal opinion of him it's not about sharing my personal opinion of him what those victims said needs to be heard just as much and that's the facts and that's just the truth of it and they can't be squashed down because of something else but it's also you know it is sad too what are your thoughts that wasn't bad i thought it was a good response because honestly when you don't fucking know and these people do pick people to put around them they don't do this to everybody they don't do it to everybody right i don't know i can't vouch for this dude she got her message across that he didn't do this shit to me right without saying it i've been he's been good to me i've I've, everything's been straight on the set with me but that ain't even important no what's important is that the what these women said and that there's investigations going on there's legal processes that happen it doesn't matter what the fuck i think Mm -hmm. and that's not even the story right i love that fucking response why can't everyone do that right why can't everyone do that and be like i don't know what happened i, I don't know vouch for what happened but what i can tell you is that the system is doing what it's supposed to do and they've investigated and what the women came out and said is true and he should be prosecuted it, it seemed like it's the most difficult thing in the world right Cause look at um nobody want to cut their throat nobody want to fuck their money up quote lena unquote. look at lena dunham you know what the second it was um a home one of her homeboys it was well this woman must be lying it's not the same for everybody now see she ain't a me too you see what i'm saying like you get kicked out because i like this guy when it was the c's how many people i I mean it's a c you can't even none of us were there you know like this that moment like that moment of clarity where it's like it doesn't really matter she got her story out there he got his that's that's the moment y'all worry about that what i think what happened with me really has zero bearing on it because i can't use the lack of abuse towards me as proof he did not abuse someone else right you can't anyway i love that response i think that was actually a dope response me too um all right let's play some guest to race okay now that it's time for some guest to race that's right it's guest the race time now that it's time for some guest the race that's right it's guest the race time that's right it's time for guest the race the number one game show going across all the podcast land where i read and play news articles from all over the globe and we ask our contestants today in the chat room to guess the race and the chat room plays along and they are all racist all right are you guys ready porch monkeys let's get it started (laughs) (coughs) a man battered his boyfriend with a singing fish white i've heard of battering fish but that's the frown 
All right, I heard a battered fish. That's a frown. Mm-hmm. That's what I just said. You said battering. Oh, okay. You know what? That's true. You did change one word a little bit. Uh, April twenty third. I was like, wait a minute, that don't sound right. <laughs> I heard a battered fish. We have fun. A Florida man was arrested yesterday after allegedly striking his boyfriend in the head with a big mouth billy bass. The the, Not novel- the big mouth. Mm-hmm. The novelty singing fish. Shit, they should have battered him and fried him. I bet you'd have been delicious. Uh, officers were called Sunday afternoon to a residence in Sebastian in connection with the reported domestic battery. Upon arriving at the home, police found Larry Timmerman with a laceration on his head and the injury the victim said was caused by a big mouth billy bass thrown by Gregory Carney, 54. Oh. Ooh, y'all too old for this. Well, ain't that old? They I'm that. just went fishing. I'm at the age now where I'm too exhausted for all this drama sometimes. So I'll be like, how the fuck you older than me and you always in some shit? <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. I mean? Beating each other with fake fishes. You looking around like, damn, nigga, you are exhausting. You still got energy for that, huh? Wow. Not me. I'm good. I'm over here already just just all up in the latest part of my uh, 30s like, nah. Ooh, time for a nap. I'm going to let this fool cook. You right. Know? uh in interviews with timmerman and carney uh cops uh determined the men who have been domestic partners for 17 years have been quarreling earlier in the day at one point carney went into the den and began playing with his singing fish timmerman said carney continued doing this just to aggravate him i guess it could be aggravating that fucking fish playing with it over and over and singing the shit mm-hmm. here's a little song i wrote i want to sing it note for note don't worry i'll repeat be happy don't worry be happy now yeah and you press that button and he's singing that fucking song over and over again every minute like you with kids Y'all mm-hmm. know y'all got y'all be like, whatever you do, don't buy my child nothing to make a fucking sound because I'm gonna have to deal with that shit all damn day on repeat. Um, after having to endure several big Billy Big Mouth bass performances, Timmerman removed the singing fish from the room and placed it in the trash. When Connie discovered the novelty item was missing from the den, he quizzed Timmerman on his whereabouts. Oh, you know who it was. When Timmerman responded that Billy Bass is now in the trash, Connie became angry. Connie then fished the singing fish out of the garbage and threw it at his boyfriend. Damn. The item struck uh, Timmerman in the head. Mm. Yeah. I mean, you know, them shits is, is heavy because, you know, they got a big block of wood. They hold the fish to lay yeah. down. Right. He basically hit him with an oak. Yeah, that's kind of fishy. I guess he shouldn't have opened his big mouth. <laughs> he was just trying to balance the scales. All right, I'm stuck. I'm done. Oh, uh, see, so hit him with the hook, line, and the sinker. <laughs> All these, I hope these, I hope people listen to these jokes and no one got offended. Oh, <laughs> I'm just glad nobody got filleted. Okay, you are really fishing for these punchlines. <laughs> I gotta stop taking the bait. 
um so um yeah he uh so i'm saying y'all off the hook <laughs> all right all right all right um he was he was admitted to throwing the singing fish but said he did not aim for larry and struck him in the head by accident he was arrested for domestic battery of misdemeanor booked on county jail now free on 500 dollars bond he's scheduled for may 15th arraignment he declined the other dude declined medical treatment for the injury i uh, did not ind- indicate whether they confiscated billy big mouth as evidence um all right karen guess the race white karen's going with white chat room y'all guess so said glad y'all reeled it in <laughs> yeah we were out of line uh free on 500 dollars white fish and chips with an extra side of tartar sauce white oh tartar sauce the fisherman's mayonnaise come on all right nobody else is guessing i guess I know, you right? yeah. guess you cucks are scared the correct answer is white now um two things we're almost at the break okay i'll try to put them on screen real quick so y'all can see them mm-hmm. and then i have to go to the next session and come back on screen let me know if uh it showed up at all no problem um i guess moving a little slow so i might have to bring him back on next segment oh he looks creepy yeah yes. don't he look like the motherfucker that killed them kids and i know what you did last summer oh my god no thank you all right going to the next session guys give me one second um Oh, and, and Billy looked just like I thought he would. A damn big mouth bag. He should have shut his big mouth and stopped yapping to the cops. That's who told. What happened here? Here's a little song I wrote. You shut your damn mouth, Billy. <coughs> Billy spilling all the worms. <laughs> <laughs> he was spilling the worms. Yeah, he did. <laughs> Telling all your poor business. Mm-hmm. Just up there. <laughs> just telling everybody stuff ain't he though spilling the guppies all over everybody all of them Mm-mm-mm. all right i've just added you to the page and we'll go to the next one Mm-mm-mm. that is sad um <laughs> the worst part is that you know the trial already happened right uh, I, uh, they uh, update the bottom of the article, Karen. Oh, for real? Yeah, you know he pleaded not guilty. Alright. <laughs> 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 um, a woman applied for a job at jail, ended up in the slammer instead. Oh! Mm wow that's like applying to go work at target and then you end up shopping right that's the thing the purpose right uh a woman applying for a job at a new hampshire county jail has been arrested because it turns out she was wanted under charge in maine oh mm-hmm. okay that would make sense they're like well why are you here you uh yeah, you fit the description you do fit the description <laughs> <coughs> police say christina hoffs of manchester applied to a job on friday at the Hillsborough county department of corrections but workers soon realized she was being sought on a theft related charge offense in maine 
Haas was taken into custody, taken to police headquarters. She was scheduled for arraignment Monday. It's unknown if she has a lawyer. No phone number for her can be found. Guess the race. I'm going to go white. Cans going white. Let's check the chat room and see what you can believe. Uh, Black says Stephanie. White. White. Yeah, I can see why this would be difficult because on the one hand, they did take her into custody. But on the other hand, who has the fucking balls to walk up in there and apply for a job while knowing they got a warrant? Come on. The audacity of whiteness. Oh, caucasity, you say. White arrested on a job interview black new hampshire white black now white white ish the correct answer is white one person did miss it though i believe maybe a couple y'all did got a straight up 53 percent haircut mm-hmm. and the thing is uh by that last name it sounded black hops mm-hmm. uh, h-o-e-f-s yeah just half i'm like well it might be black but when you said main main it's pretty white that's great you're getting good at this look at you over there i know i said main mm-hmm. it wasn't like that terrence howard black main it was mm-hmm. a different type of main a uh, different type of main it's a handful it's it's it's, it's little pieces of pepper up there but that's mostly salt Mm-hmm. Let's go to <laughs> so silly. Let's go to this bonus round. Double the points and the race. Double the points and the race. That's right. Double the points. Double the race in the bonus round against the race. So far, Karen is two for two. I know. Can y'all believe it? I can't. I know. Let's see what she does in the bonus round. Um, alright. Port Authority, uh, commissioner telling cops to shut the fuck up in video, which forced her resignation. Oh, okay. Tell me how you really feel. Mm-hmm. Um, police in New Jersey have released a video showing former Port Authority commissioner Karen Turner uh, allegedly flashing her badge and repeatedly berating two police officers um um who pulled over a vehicle which her daughter had had been riding in i guess she and her daughter have been uh, oh no her daughter had been riding in okay well that's that's weird um turner was forced to resign on monday april 23rd after authorities became aware of the footage in which she appears to attempt to influence the officers by boasting of her credentials and connections to the local police force and the mayor during the clip which lasts for several minutes turner also demands the officers refer to her as commissioner and belittles the officers as pathetic and unable to put a sentence together i guess blue lives don't matter all the time Mm -mm. Uh, (laughs) um before telling one of the officers to shut the fuck up i can't this is white guys come on i can't 
I can't do this one. That was my guess as well. Everyone gets I mean, minutes. I mean, okay, so we just got one free. Everyone gets a free one tonight. That one, come on. (laughs) Shut the fuck up to the police? Nigga, they didn't even pull you over. They pulled your daughter over. Man. God damn, that's the whitest thing I've ever seen in my life. What, for minutes? And they didn't shoot your ass? Right. Or your ass? You cussed the cops out for several minutes? What? What? Man, boy. Alright, I'll give y'all a different one. That's just, that's ridiculous. That's like the free space in bingo. That was so. <laughs> I take the free space. That's so ridiculous. Um, alright, let's see. How about, um, how about this one um a florida woman sets fire to her car she locked herself into to nap what the nap queen marion county florida where they do naps a little different apparently so that was a hot ass nap a woman was arrested after she broke into a vehicle at a car dealership to sleep and then set the car on fire with a cigarette as she was locked inside the Lord's Graham 62 being removed from the ring. I'll sign. Okay, that's a picture. Uh, deputies say they were called to the dealership on reports of a suspicious incident. I mean, what's suspicious about a 62 year old woman taking a nap inside of a car on the dealership with the car on fire? I mean, are we really going to start calling it? Okay, fine. Um, when they arrived, they found Graham inside one of the dealership's vehicles. The front windshield of the car was shattered. Graham told Debbie she broke into one of the vehicles on the lot to sleep and then she locked herself inside. She said she had tossed a cigarette under the front seat of the car, which caused it to start a fire. Now, why would you do all that? Said she couldn't get out of the car, so she tried to smash the front windshield with her hands and feet, according to a Facebook post. Now, how do you get locked in the car? Was it child locks on or something? I don't know. She made, she got in. And then, you know, they probably don't keep the keys and nothing in them vehicles, odds are, so you just in the car. Deputies showed her how to get out the vehicle, and then she was able to leave. Oh, uh, she is, out. and she is 62, so that, you know, True. she ain't used to those new fandangle vehicles. So you just push this button. Well, I'll be damned. You don't got to break the windows to get out these cars mm-hmm. now. She probably looking like, uh, where, where's the thing where I rode, ma'am? It's, it's electronic, ma'am. You just press that button to go up and down. Ain't technology amazing? Well, uh, I'll tell you. Right? They'll be like, ma'am, you know you could have drove off if you just push the start button. They used a fire extinguisher to put out the flames, according to a post. She was transported to Marion County Jail on charges of burglary and unoccupied structure uh and felony criminal mischief guess the race this is a white woman karen is going with white let's check the chat room see what y'all believe uh do we know her name her name is dolores graham all right Dolores. all right do we know her name or miss it? Oh, did something happen on 420 what kind of cigarette right. uh sis is trying to enjoy her new poor after a long day working for the man black joe's dirt mama ain't shit white white whitey Sai aunt bunny black Sai she's white white old florida fried becky white oh okay uh the correct white the correct answer is and karen mm-hmm. you got it white Some of y'all in the chat room missed it. Um, and that's her picture. 
yeah the first name got me too but i was like only a white woman could do could could basically snap in the car and nobody immediately caught her what kind of goldilocks shit was she trying to pull and she's standing alone enough to set that bitch on fire mm-hmm that's what they do colonizers they will fuck your shit up she colonized no the hell of that car mm-hmm you know it was a foreign car um <laughs> let's go ahead and get to the sword ratchetness guys it's time to wrap it up um i really should move this thing to where i can find it every single time no i don't know why i keep doing this to y'all this is my fault <laughs> husband who fatally stabbed his wife 22 times with a japanese samurai sword after she confessed to an affair is jailed oh yeah you, you was kind of upset huh a furious husband stabbed his wife to death with a japanese samurai sword after drunkenly interrogating her into confessing to her secret affair with a work colleague darren merriman 40 was jailed for life today after he knifed his wife ellen merriman 39 at their home um in rochdale in an act of barbaric savagery just why couldn't you just get a divorce like normal people and leave she admitted to the fling and merriman reacted by forcefully stabbing her 22 times with the sword he had already suspected uh liz a care company deputy manageress was seeing another man and had been repeatedly accessing her phone to get his name so uh, just leave then when you gotta look in her phone leave all y'all all y'all i need the password because i think you hiding some ass niggas just leave you don't trust them how you gonna fix that best case scenario you find out they not cheating but you still thought they was and was suspicious enough to be looking through they shit all the time like what weird weirdos man father of three went on a five-hour drinking binge at his local pub and i know before you say well divorce is hard and it costs a lot of money is it harder than doing life don't kill nobody leave um after finding a picture of their lovers together uh he got mad on the evening of the killing last october merriman texted a friend saying yeah man i'm ready to get go i'm ready for jail pal 16 years three kids ha ha going to do my best for now play the game but go mental if i need to oh i said that's when you need a real friend to text your ass back like don't do that don't, man yeah um come um, over here let's talk about it bro uh police you go check on him please i'm i'm i'm, I'm coming with y'all my friend is, ain't right but the marriage hit trouble last year when mrs merriman who worked with children with behavioral difficulties became relied upon to be the main breadwinner at the home as her husband had no job prosecuting louise blackwell qc by late june elizabeth and someone she had worked with began a relationship and by september it was obvious that her to her that the marriage had broken down text message shows the defendant had stayed away from her home which wasn't uncommon she had spent money from her bank account which meant there was no money to pay the mortgage that month oh he began thinking of getting a job but became suspicious that his wife was seeing someone in order to consider that he uh accessed her mobile phone he found a name and he phoned that man to ask what's going on the court heard how the man denied any relationship with liz but merriman made physical threats to him miss blackwell continued he was becoming emotional and was convinced she was having an affair but she did not admit it either she was concerned about admitting it in case he did something stupid 
he continued to access her phone her social media and send a photo and had seen a photo of his wife and the man together by the beginning of october he had packed his bags and went to stay with a friend but later he returned she t- she tried to end the marriage but he phoned the other man and made further threats and seemed to be using a friend to try and obtain more information the defendant then received a message from someone in october 21st saying that he had seen elizabeth at a hotel mm, snitching on the day of the murder on october but then again that person don't who knows if that person knew what he what story he was getting or she was getting right on the monday of the murder on october 22nd mary went to a pub crowd sent the incriminated text at 8 p.m before returning home with ensuing row was overheard by a witness miss blackwell added the defendant kept the katana sword in their bedroom which was brought bought whilst the family were on holiday Merriman was drunk saying he believed his wife was having an affair the conversation continued with elizabeth continued to deny it but he would not let the matter go she then said right then i have whatever i say you don't believe me uh the argument went for over half an hour and elizabeth was screaming out crying but by the end of the argument uh by the end of the argument before it all went silent the defendant then left the house taking the family car paramedics attended the scene it was too late to save her she had multiple injuries to her chest and abdomen uh he was found at 3:45 a.m following morning inside the family car with several self-inflicted wounds he later accepted the blame for his wife's death claiming he recalled very little and must have completely lost my mind i've never known grief at this level said the mom lives so full of life touched so many lives with her kindness as children at children's home has since been named after her because of all the work she did with the children in the community uh merriman will serve a minimum of 18 years and six months before being considered for release that's that is wild um i get but they said life at the beginning of the article i guess that's when you can get parole right he offers his apologies all those impacted this is a marriage that was failing perhaps because the burden was falling too heavily on the deceased to provide for the family this defendant wanted to ensure the family unit remained together in a few weeks before he had secured employment in an attempt to address one of the issues of tension but he began to hear rumors and what took place in the preceding minutes before the death of his wife was that of accepting an affair was taking place the actions thereafter the defendant does not recall he acted out of total lack of self-control but there was no premeditation he texted a motherfucker he might have to go mental what is the other how can it not be he bought a sword when it was on holiday and put it in his bedroom oh snapped ass nigga that's gonna be on snap even that night all he wanted to do was keep the family unit together oh this must be his defense right. lawyer am i reading what his defense lawyer said i guarantee i'm reading what his defense lawyer said no other person would view this this way um his lawyer yes yeah, his lawyer of course he's spending it to be like look he was just trying he loved he loved his family so much he had to kill his wife guys you know how it be with a sword torturing her for 22 times and, and then trying to escape into the night anyway uh gotta keep these swords away from people please do these motherfuckers can't help themselves okay swords and if you're gonna die it's worse than a gun some of y'all got swords in your house right now thinking it's cool thinking it's fun thinking it's funny but you also live with crazy motherfuckers don't do it get the swords out of there they won't even notice just get them gone but what happened to my sword i don't know man somebody must have got it or something oh that thing i think i might have thrown it out you hide that shit okay motherfuckers are crazy all right man we'll be back saturday for feedback looking like friday's probably gonna be a double header of uh ballsy sports and a nerd off i haven't talked to chris and uh aaron yet but friday afternoon every other week is when we typically do it so should be me karen aaron and chris hopefully 
we will have all seen uh infinity war by then i hope yeah some of us have i'm jealous so we'll be uh not spoiling it on that we don't spoil it there but we'll probably do a spoil review tomorrow night maybe mm-hmm. and uh yeah we'll talk to you guys soon so until then um don't forget t public man we have a shirt uh thanos was right yes uh cop that joint man i know i'm gonna be wearing mine tomorrow i can't wait uh so yeah until then i love you i love you too